I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. A purple mountain majesties What up, Truth Tellers? We're back at them. We're five episodes deep. We are over 100 subscribers deep. And da, 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 we are back on iTunes. So now I think things are going to really hyping up because now we can be found not only uh, via the website, but via iTunes. Don't forget about the website, www.tellmethetruth.com dash podcast.com we have all our facebook twitter instagram all the other kind of links youtube up there so today we're doing episode five black's law featuring me sunny days yeah i went at this one all by myself we pretty much sit down with the black's law dictionary uh fifth and sixth edition and just break down some words that are relevant to being human beings on earth and united states citizens uh i really enjoyed myself had a good time did a lot of experimentation so far as podcasting by myself so i hope everybody enjoys it also if you come to the page if you come to itunes leave a comment like it if you like it give us a rating if you think it sucks put zero if you think it's all right you know put what you want to put but you know we definitely need feedback so we can give a better product and keep the ball rolling in the correct direction so like i said on this particular episode we go over words and it's very relevant with the election coming up with all the protests that's happening and we don't know what we're protesting what are we doing if we don't know the words, what are we doing? Anyways, episode five, Black's Law. Here we go. Sunny Diesel. Let's get it. I'm thinking about the good old days. Now quick they slip away. But I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be all right. Slide it up and let it roll. Let it burn real slow. Because we all know. But we're going to get right in. So the first word I want to deal with is called let's get over here. words of art. The first word is words of art. So let's see what the legal definition of words of art is. Here we go. The vocabulary or terminology of a particular art, science or profession 
and especially those expressions which are idiomatic or peculiar to it. For example, in law, taking the fifth means that a person is asserting his or her fifth amended protection against self-incrimination. Okay, that's the end of the definition. Now, as you can see in this definition, it says the vocabulary or terminology of a particular art, science, or profession. So it's almost like saying vernacular. Okay, so like, you know how when you go to the dentist and they're not saying, you know, your two front teeth or your canine and your incisors, they're saying like some letters and this and that and some numbers and that's their vernacular or when a doctor writes shorthand, that's his vernacular. So, and I mean, especially I'm an electrician by trade and we have a lot of vernacular, like we don't call side cutting pliers, side cutting pliers. We call them clines. Uh, we call, I forgot what dykes are really called, but we call them dykes, you know, all this kind of stuff. You call a uh, right angle drill. Shit, I don't forgot what you call a right angle drill. But, you know, everything has its trade names and its vernacular. But here's the thing. When you're dealing with legal proceedings in a legal setting, they have their same vernacular, but it sounds like words that we use as everyday citizens and laymen's. And where this can get us in trouble is let's have a situation to where you're in court and they ask you a particular question and you know us as citizens not knowing any bet is this recording what in the world okay it is recording okay i thought it wasn't recording for a second us as citizens out there in the world we just kind of hop in the mix and we're just answering questions but sometimes we don't even know what the depth of what we're answering is we don't know how deep of a hole we're digging by answering these questions and that's why most attorneys will tell you don't speak just be quiet call me and if you ever watch the first 48 most of the cats that get in trouble is the cats who fucking is talking and sweating and asking for water and shit those are the people who get in trouble because they're going to start talking and confessing on themselves because when they read you the Miranda law it says anything you say can and will be used against you so it's like shut the fuck up they're not saying anything we say they can lie to you all day they can lie to you all day oh your man over here saying this oh dot 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 man tell me this and you can go home and dot 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 they're lying because they didn't say i have to be truthful to you what they're saying is anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law and even in the definition of words of art it says for example in law taking the fifth means that a person is asserting his or her fifth amendment protection against self-incrimination so automatically if anybody is sitting up there in a uh questioning room or you on the scene or they even even if they pull you over you don't particularly have to speak to them i'm not saying don't do it i'm not saying don't cooperate but the fifth amendment of the united states says that you matter of fact i have the constitution in the black's law dictionary 
It's in the back. And it's the greatest way to really read the Constitution because you can look up the meaning, the legal meaning of these words as you're reading the Constitution so you can get a fresh, you know, understanding of it. So let's go to the Fifth Amendment here. Let's go to the Fifth Amendment. Da, 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 da. Okay, Fifth Amendment, now, 1791. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation oh my god you know it it's been a while since i read the whole fifth amendment but i feel like they're doing all that shit right now hold up let's just break this down let's oh wow i don't it's gonna be more than an hour i got so many words i want to do but this is crazy now let's see what this guy just said it says let's see bop, 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 bop. It says, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be witness against himself. Okay, so that's what it's talking about to where you can get on the stand and plead the filth. You can't make me tell on myself. I can plead the filth. Okay. It also says, nor deprive of life, which is interesting because a lot of people are getting killed for traffic violations or running or fucking just, you know, just I don't know. A lot of weird videos are on Facebook right now of, you know, a lot of citizens being deprived of their life without due process. Okay, liberty or property without due process of law, which is interesting because you also hear a lot about if a person is traveling with a large sum of money and they get pulled over, it is assumed that it's for infamous reasons and they will take your money and then you got to go to court to get it back. But the Fifth Amendment just said you will not be deprived of your property without due process of law, nor shall property be taken for public use. How many times do you see the police riding around and some dope boy charger with 20s on it? What was the Fifth Amendment then? And then my question also becomes, is it a situation where, um, you know, okay, see, this is the guy I was supposed to interview right here. He said, um, he said he's going to aim for 1230 my time. And I'm going to tell him, let's just reschedule this for tomorrow. Because, um, you know, I'm mad busy right now and I'm trying to do it, you know trying to do this show here so we're gonna reschedule that sorry about that interruption but we keep it real it's the truth i'm telling you the truth we out here in the wormhole no bs zone putting it down let's go so the fifth amendment is telling you they cannot take your property so how are they pulling people over taking their money uh my homeboy i work with got in a little misunderstanding and they took his truck and was driving this shit and he had to go to court to get it back and then he got it back so my question is how is you seizing the property first and then um and then 
you know, a person has to fight to get it back. Uh, so I don't even understand how can they do that. That just makes no sense. So that's the Fifth Amendment. And that ties into words of art. So when a person pleads the fifth by using these words of art that are woven into the art of legal science, you're saying all of that, you know, you're letting them know the whole situation. So that's words of art. So now we're going to dig deeper into the words of art that pertain to, you know, how we live in this country. Let's go. So the first one I want to dig on in is person. And I'm using two books. I'm using the Black's Law Dictionary, the abridged sixth edition. And I'm using the Black's Law Dictionary, unabridged fifth edition. I mean, addiction, edition. Okay. So let's see if we can find the word person. I'm going to run through here real quick. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Da, 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 da. This shit is going to get crazy because person, this is like a, page definition here we go what is a person in legal terms and y'all gonna see why this is so important in general use a human being i.e a natural person let's go now i can't even finish this first definition without um well actually that is the first definition the first definition of a person is in general usage a human being i.e natural person through by statute term may include labor organizations partnerships associations corporations legal representatives trustees trustees in bankruptcy or receivers okay so there are two types of persons two big groups of persons there are flesh and blood human beings, as it says, in general usage, a human being, i.e. natural person. That's the first kind of person they recognize in this country is a natural person, a human being, flesh and blood. OK, now the second person that they recognize is a straw person or the person that can be created by a legal action. Let's go through by statute term may include labor, labor organizations, partnerships, corporations, legal representations, trustees, trustees in bankruptcy or receivers. Okay, so now a labor organization is a person. Partnerships are persons. Associations are persons. Corporations are persons. Legal representatives trustees are persons okay let's look up what a natural person is okay let me flip over here to natural person because that's what we are or that's what we're supposed to be a natural person so let's see how many people qualify as being a natural person now in the book if you're trying to look up natural person you will not find it you have to look up the word natural and then at the end of the definition, it says as to natural allegiance, boundary, channel, child, children, day, death, domicile, equity, guardian, heirs, infancy, liberty, obligation, person, possession, presumption, right, succession, and watercourse, 
see those titles. So we just saw the title of person. So let's see what happens when you put the word natural in front of it. Let's go. Untouched by man or by influences of civilization, wild, untutored, and is opposite of the word artificial. The 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 juristic meaning of this term does not differ from the vernacular, except in those cases where it is used in opposition to the term legal. And then it means proceeding from or determined by physical cause or conditions as distinguished from positive enactments of law or attributable to nature of man rather than to the commandment commands of law or based upon moral rather than legal considerations or sanctions. Well, that was pretty deep. Fuck. Let's break that down. First part of it. Untouched by man. Okay. So to be a natural person, you have to be untouched by man. But how many of us are untouched by man? To be civilized seems like if you're civilized, you are not um, natural. But we're all civilized, which means, okay, now stay with me because I'm not trying to make any conclusions. Here, let me get a sip of water. I'm not trying to make any conclusions here, but it would seem that it says untouched by man or by influences of civilization. Wow. Untutored. Okay. So untouched by man or by influences of civilization. Wild. Untutored. The opposite of the word artificial. Okay. That's the first sentence. That's where the period is at. So the first full sentence of this definition is untouched by man or by influences of civilization. Wow. Untutored. The opposite of the word artificial. So by that definition, how many of us are natural persons? Let's go back to persons. Let's go back to persons. I'm sorry. I stepped away from the mic. Let's go back to persons and see, because, uh, you know, it's getting it's getting deep already. So. Okay, so the definition of person is, in general usage, a human being, i.e. natural person. So everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I am. I'm a human being. I'm a natural person. Okay, and this is the legal book. So you're a natural person, right? You're a natural person. Okay, play with it. And then you read, what's a natural person? And it says, untouched by man or the influences of civilization. Wow, untutored the and is the opposite of the word artificial but we're not untouched by man we're not wild we're not untutored we all go through uh you know at least 12 years of school or you get a ged but you usually get an education for i would think a large majority of the people so how many people are actually natural persons but here's the cool thing about it though when you read the constitution It doesn't ever refer. Well, wait a second. It does. I don't even know. I should have looked that up. It does refer to natural persons in the Constitution in places. But I don't have any of those places highlighted right now. But I will go over to. um, We will go back to 
the Fifth Amendment and peep that out one more time. Because if you see, the Fifth Amendment says no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime. But see, it doesn't say no natural person. So the same protection that is granted to you and me as flesh and blood human beings is granted to any corporate person, any, let's see, what, what kind of all the persons it is again? Let's see what kind of all the persons is. Because it's granted to all these different types of persons, you see? And that's where I think the uh, conversation gets askew when they say, oh, corporations aren't people. And I was like, yes, they are. Because let's look up the definition of the second part of that definition. It says uh, through by statute. Okay, statute. Uh, I'm not going to do statute today, but we'll, we're going to do a lot of these word episodes. So we're going to catch up on some of the little in-between words because every word is important. Through by statute term may include labor organizations. Okay, they get that protection. Partnerships, they get that protection. Associations, they get that protection. Corporations, everybody's favorite buddy, they get that corporation. Legal representatives, they get that uh, protection, those rights in that constitution. Trustees, trustees in bankruptcy and receivers all get that situation, okay? So, oh, and then hold up, hold up, because I just saw, I'm not even going to do all of these different kind of persons because it's quite a bit and it's another, it's quite a few other words I want to touch on. So check this out. The next one they have is under persons is aliens. Aliens are persons within meaning of the 14th Amendment and are thus protected by equal protection clause against discriminatory state actions. What the fuck did that just say? Let's go. It says aliens are persons in quotation marks within the meaning of 14th amendment and are thus protected by equal protection clause against discriminatory state action let's go to the 14th amendment right now i love it i love it i love it let's go to the 14th amendment okay 14th amendment here we go it says 14th amendment 1868 section one all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of the citizen of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty or property without due process of the law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Let's go. Section two representatives shall be appointed among the several states according to their representative numbers, counting whole numbers of persons in each state, excluding Indians not taxed. Let's get it. But when the right to vote at any election for choice of electors, president, vice president of the United States, representatives in Congress, the executive and judicial offers of a state or members of legislature thereof is denied of any the male inhabitants of such state being 21 years of age and citizens of the United States in in any way or bridge except for the participation in rebellion or crime. The bias 
of representation therein shall be reduced in the proportion which the number such of such male citizens shall bear the whole number of male citizenship 21 years of age in such state oh shit um so that's pretty deep seems very male centric seems very person centric but as you can see these same situations and then it said in that aliens definition of person that it was let's go back to that person definition because we got so deep into the 14th i only wanted to read the first part but then it got interesting it got interesting so it says aliens are persons within the meaning of the 14th amendment and thus are protected by equal protection clause against discriminatory state actions and it says persons are born or naturalized so i guess the naturalizing the naturalization process is when an alien is naturalized by the 14th amendment okay and you know the 14th of the amendment is the amendment that originally gave um african americans who were enslaved i hate when people say slaves oh the slaves no those people were not slaves they were africans in america who were in a state of enslavement okay and since we're at the uh 14th amendment let's just double up to the 13th amendment amendment 13 1865 neither slavery or involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the united states or any place subject to their jurisdiction congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation that was 1865 and that was about 150 years ago i didn't do the uh, math on paper that's just a rough estimate okay so it says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Okay, so here we go. As we all know, there are more African-American males in prison today than there were in a state of enslavement in 1865 1864 1863 1860 whatever okay so if you want to read this article 13 a certain way it says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude comma except as punishment for a crime holy snap dragon let's open up a can of worms so pretty much what this is saying is is that no you cannot have slaves in this country and then it says except as punishment for a crime and then you think about how we've heard so much about the war on drugs how the laws governing drug policy have been slanted and then you say, well, how is it that more African-American males are in prison, which means they are being punished for a crime, which means they can technically be seen as being in a state of slavery because they are legally dead. Civilitor mortus. We're going to get that next. And you're like, hey, this is just I don't know. It could be a coincidence. It very well could be a coincidence. But by the definition of the 13th Amendment, 
there are more young African-American males in, in a state of slavery now than when they wrote the amendment, you know. So I don't know. I find that rather interesting, rather interesting. And I also want to look up a word that I just mentioned called civiliter mortuus. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, do they even have it here? I think they call it something else in the um, abridged version. Nope, here it is. You have two of them. You have civil death. The state of a person who through possessing natural life has lost all civil rights. And as to them is considered civilly dead. In some states, persons convicted of serious crimes are declared to be civilly dead which means that certain civil rights and privileges of convicted offending offender, including the right to vote and contract and to sue and to be sued are forfeited. Also see civil disabilities infra. Okay. So, so here we go. Civil death. How many people fit the, the 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 definition of civilly dead it says the state of a person who through possessing natural life has lost all civil rights which is deep okay because we 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 just read how you, you lose your civil rights you can use them lose them by being punished for a crime okay has lost all civil rights and to them is considered civilly dead. In some states, persons convicted of serious crimes are declared to be civilly dead, which means that certain civil rights and privileges of the convicted offender, including the right to vote and contract and sue and be sued are forfeited. Booyah. Okay. A corporation which has formally dissolved or become bankrupt, leaving an estate to be administered for the benefit of its shareholders and creditors become civilly dead okay but a person becomes civilly dead by getting a prison sentence okay even going on probation shit to a degree let's look up civilitor mortus civilitor mortus civilly dead dead in the view of the law the condition of one who has lost his civil rights and capacities and is considered civilly dead in law. Okay. Okay. Civilly dead. We're not going to stop. Let's go. Let's look up uh, while we're on this page here. I see a couple things I highlighted. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Man, I love it. Watch this. Now, we just told you what it is to be civilly dead. Let's talk about what it means to be civilly alive. Okay. Right next page over. 169. Civil Rights Act. Federal statutes enacted after Civil War and more recently in 1957 and 1964 intended to implement and give further force to basic personal rights guaranteed by the Constitution. Such acts prohibit discrimination in employment, education, public accommodations, etc. based on race, color, age, or religion. And I feel like as it moves forward, they're going to add more categories to that. Let's look up, uh, since we looked up civil rights, I'm not even going to stop. Let's go to un unalienable rights, because that's another good one too, because people have civil rights, but you also have 
unalienable rights okay so we're gonna go to unalienable rights which i love this word right here because it is just and it's a short and sweet definition okay so we're gonna start out with unalienable unalienable okay in unalienable in capital of being alien incapable of being alien aliened that is sold or transferred okay so that means that unalienable is incapable of being alien aliened that is sold and transferred okay so we already know that you know okay i like that so the second part of that is unalienable rights this is what we have this is what we need to start practicing our unalienable rights rights with rights which can never be abridged because they are so fundamental okay so if you look at the definition of unalienable rights it says rights which can never be abridged because they are so fundamental but then you go over here let me flip back over here if i can find it on the quick you come back over here to civil rights okay and you come back over here to civil rights and they're pretty much saying that your civil liberties matter of fact civil liberties personal natural rights guaranteed and protected by the constitution okay so those are your civil liberties i.e your civil rights and it also says your personal natural rights and we looked up the word of natural so it's kind of an oxymoron because your natural rights are your rights that fall up under that definition of natural we read earlier okay so i don't even know if we read civil liberty so if we did it we're gonna read it again personal natural rights guaranteed and protected by the constitution e.g freedom of speech press freedom from discrimination etc body of law dealing with natural liberties sworn of excess which invade equal rights of others constitutionally they are restraints on government state law may recognize liberty interests more extensive than independently protected by the federal constitution also see bill of rights civil rights act which we already looked at okay let's go so your civil liberties okay <coughs> excuse me your civil liberties are your personal natural rights guaranteed and protected by the constitution which ties into your unalienable rights which are rights that are so fundamental they can never be abridged so how is we where we at right now in this country we have civil liberties protected by the constitution and we just dug on a little bit of the constitution we're going to dig on more as we continue with these word series and these etymology series so that's all i'm trying to figure out how is it that we have civil liberties we have civil rights but you see people getting murdered off of petty stuff with encounters with the state or with local municipalities you have all these people Sevilla to Mortus and legally dead. You have all this property being taken, violating the Fifth Amendment. I'm just saying as a people, as American citizens, black, white, purple and pink, you know, no matter what language you speak, you know, 
and people in America. It's not it's, it's a citizen thing, but it's all people in America, all human beings, because we all feel the effects of it. If we do not learn what words that govern us mean, we're just shooting in the dark. You know, we're just taking guesses. Okay, I got a couple. I'm going to go to the big book now. We're going to switch gears and go to the big book. Okay, because I always hear people talking about this is a democracy. This is a Republican, Republican, Democrat, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, the first word I want to do is republic. And this is why. As a young child in elementary school, I uh, every morning, I don't know if they still do it, we would have to stand up and say the pledge. Let's hear it. A pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. You know, I used to not, after a while, I stopped saying the pledge. You know, you watch Roots a couple times and shit and you're just like, fuck the pledge. But um, man, listen to those words. Other than the fact that you're kind of like pledging allegiance to something which some religious people may not agree with. But let's just look at the word republic, a commonwealth, that form. Oh, and we're also reading from the unabridged fifth edition of the Black's Law Dictionary. Republic, a commonwealth, that form of government in which the administration of affairs is open to all the citizens in other sense. It signifies the state independently of its own, of its form of government. One more time, a commonwealth. So by definition, a republic is a commonwealth. And there's a semicolon. That form of gov- that form of government in which the administration of affairs is open to all citizens. In another sense, it signifies the state independently of its form of government. So a republic can be the state. It can be a commonwealth and it is that form of government in which the administration affairs is open to all the citizens, which it is here. Anybody can run for office to a degree. So that's what a republic is. Now we have, I don't know, I'm kind of confused because I always hear people say this is a democracy and I hear people say it's a republic. But when you look up Republican government, the very next word, it says a government in the Republican form a government of the people a government by representatives chosen by the people okay well i mean that's pretty much straightforward republican government a government in the republican form a government of the people a government by representatives chosen by the people And Duncan, okay, okay. So let's look up. Let me get back on the mic. Um, let's look up. Let's look up. Let's look up. You know what? Let's look up. Since we have the, we looked up a Republican form of government. Let's look up a Democratic form of government and see what that looks like. Let me see that I already marked Democratic. Nope. So I'm gonna have to find it. But that's cool. So we're gonna look up Democratic form of government and see what that looks like. Because is this a republic or is this a democracy? Is this a democratic republic? I mean, I mean, do most people know? I'm just asking questions and looking up words. Okay. 
do 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 democratic form of government where are you at i thought i marked it okay so here we go let's get let's let's zoom in here because you know a lot of people get caught up with the democrat republican hoopla but i mean i don't here we go i don't really understand why it's so left and right when they're just using as a divisive as 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 divisive tools to manipulate people's decisions that's a lot of rhetoric involved okay here we go democracy that form of government in which the sovereign power resides and is exercised by the whole body of free citizens directly or indirectly through a system of representation as distinguished from a monarchy, aristocracy, aristocracy, or oligarchy. One more time for the people in the back. Democracy, that form of government in which the sovereign power resides in and is exercised by the whole body of free citizens directly or indirectly through a system of representation as distinguished from a monarchy, aristocracy, or oligarchy. Okay, so I feel like we do have a democratic republic because we do have a system that is set up that way and it, it follows the what I would call a democratic republic. So so I'm feeling that. I mean, the lobbyists are kind of fucking it up and the corporations are I feel soiling the purity of what it could be, but if you didn't know, now you know. Matter of fact, let's go even deeper. Let's go deeper. Let's go to the dark side. Let's see what a confederacy is. Because a lot of people hear the word confederacy and they immediately cringe. They immediately think white hoods and rebel flags. Let's see what a confederacy is. And I want you all to open your minds when you hear this. Oh, man, I just stumbled across the word capitalism, but confederacy. Let me stay on point. I want you to keep an open mind when you hear the definition of this word, because I mean, I myself was was rather surprised. I was rather surprised when I actually read the definition of it, because it wasn't exactly what you would think. OK. OK. Ooh, ooh, got another good one, too, here. But let me stay on point. I just came across the word color, um, but we're looking for confederacy. So we're going to stay on point and flip a couple more pages here because you've heard what a Republican form of government is. You've heard what a Democratic form of government is. But there's always that little third one hanging out. The one in the background, the redheaded stepchild, the Confederate form of government. Here we go. Found it. Confederacy. Let me adjust my mic. Adjust my mic. Confederacy. Confederacy is the association or banding together of two or more purpose persons for the purpose of committing an act or furthering an enterprise which is forbidden by law or which through lawful in itself becomes unlawful when made the object of the confederacy more commonly called a 
Conspiracy. Hmm. A league or agreement between two or more independent states whereby they unite for mutual welfare and furthermore their own common aims. The term may apply to a union so formed for a temporary or limited purpose as in the case of an offensive or defensive alliance, but it is more commonly used to denote the species of policies connection between two or more independent states by which a central government is created, vested with certain powers of sovereignty, mostly external and which, however, retain their sovereign powers from domestic purpose and some others. See, compact states, federal government, Confederate states. Okay, Confederate states. The band of 11 states formed in 1861, which waged war against the United States in the war between the states or civil war. Let's keep going. Confederation. A league or compact of mutual support, particularly the nation states. I'm sorry. Let's start that over. I got tongue tied. Confederation. A league or compact for mutual support, particularly of nations or states. Such was the colonial government during the revolution. So during the revolution of this country, the first type or form of government was a confederation you know so that is uh that is what that is sorry i just got a message um just got a message from the wife gotta do a couple errands so boom 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 and we're back in action here we go so that's what a confederation is it's a league or compact for mutual support. And that's what those 11 states did. They came together for mutual support. And that's what the founding fathers did. The colony, colonial states came together for mutual support and had that first colonial government. You know, I'm not a historian, so um, don't quote me on that. But, you know, that's what I feel like I learned in school to be the truth. So and don't let me lose where I was at. So we, we've done with. We dealt with a bunch of stuff. We dealt with words of art. We dealt with what a person was. We dealt with what a natural person was. We dealt with democratic forms of government, Republican forms of government, what a confederacy is. Let's let's uh, jump right over the bridge here. Get a sip of water and go to the word color, because in this country, for some odd reason, we are obsessed with color. I think it's changing though. I asked my son what did his PE teacher look like, and his PE teacher's a black guy. And when I was in kindergarten, if I had a black PE teacher, I would have said, "Oh, he's a black guy, you know, short, tall." So I said, "Hey, what's your PE teacher's name?" And he said, "Mr. Hill or Mr. Hines, something like that." And I was like, "Is that the PE teacher?" And they called it something else. He was like, "Yeah, this is the whatever that is teacher." And uh. I was like, cool deal. So um, I was like, well, can you describe him? Because I was going to see what he was going to say because my son is mixed. And I mean, we don't really talk about race to him. There's a lot of mixed kids in our neighborhood. So we don't really have to confront the issue too heavily, you know. So I was like, well, what does he look like? And he was like, I don't know. He just looks like himself. But he doesn't even understand 
what a black person and a white person is. He just knows that, you know, that's daddy, that's mommy, that's so-and-so's daddy, that's so-and-so's mommy. And he's seen so many biracial couples have biracial kids that it's just normal. It doesn't even, hasn't even registered to him yet, which is awesome. I mean, I think that's the way this country needs to be moving. But let's see what the word color means. The legal word color. Because that's what they say. What's your race? What color is he? Okay. An appearance, semblance, or similar crumb. Similar crumb. I don't know what that word means. S-I-M-U-L-A-C-R-U-M. Simulacrum. Simulacrum. An appearance, semblance, or simulacrum as distinguished from that which is real. Okay. So it sounds like color is some fake shit. And it's very interesting because there was a time when we were called colored people. Oh, that's a color. Hmm. Let's see. An appearance, semblance or similar chrome as distinguished from that which is real. Prima facia or apparent right. Hence, a deceptive appearance. A plausible Assumed exterior concealing the lack of reality, a distinct, a disguise or pretext. Also, see colorable. Okay, what's colorable? Colorable. That which is in appearance only, not in reality. What is what it purports to be? Let's start over because I got lost. Colorable. That which is in appearance only and not in reality. What it purports to be, hence counterfeit. Feigned, having the appearance of truth. Okay, and then you have all these things that can be colorable. Colorable alteration, colorable clause, colorable claim, colorable emation, colorable transactions, colored. Here we go, colored. What does colored mean? By common usage in America, this term in such phrase as colored persons. Holy, I don't know if I have even read this one before. I don't even have it highlighted. What am I doing? By common usage in America, this term in such phrases as colored persons in quotations, the colored race, colored men and the like is used to designate negroes or persons of the african race including all persons of mixed blood descended from negro ancestry built 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 damn it i don't think i've ever read that definition because this is why they call barack obama the first black president and not the first biracial president because not oh, man this is man come on this is finna be the fires episode ever i know it got off to a slow start and I was, you know, but listen to this definition, people, especially if you have biracial kids, listen to this definition. I'm going to be posting these definitions on Facebook, colored. By common usage in America, this term in such phrases as colored persons, the colored race, colored men, and the like is used to distinguish, I'm sorry, is used to designate Negroes or persons of the African race, including all persons of mixed blood descended from the Negro ancestry, which is deep because all people come from Africa, which means all people are colored. 
even people that think they are white are colored because they descend from Negro, African ancestry. But for anybody who did not know, which I didn't know, because I feel like I highlighted all these other words. And then today I read colored. I, th oh, I think I'm going <laughs> to name this episode colored. Oh, man. And I'm going to use that definition as my title. Yes. Okay, so, man, man, how, how deep is we into this bad boy? Because that's deep, man. That tells you right there, there is no mix. That's the one drop rule. But I did not know the one drop rule was was legal, man. They telling you a colored person, I guess so by definition, my son and daughter is colored, you know. You know, that's deep. That's deep, but okay. But okay, I mean, that opens up another can of worms too because you're teaching your kids not to see color, but the legal system by this definition doesn't fucking hear that. They're not hearing that. They want you to check the box. Okay, man, I forgot some of the other stuff I had. That kind of threw me for a loop. What, what else we got here? Uh, okay, well, since, okay, I got, I'm glad I put some little um, bookmarks in here because that blew my mind. Okay, a couple of little more words before we have to bounce out of here because think we started about close to an hour ago or something like that so um the another word i want to make sure we hit because we hear a lot about racism matter of fact let me look up racism too so i can do these two words in a combo a combo situation um because you hear a lot about racism but you don't hear a lot about prejudice you know you hear a lot about racism but you don't hear a lot about prejudice. And to me, I always thought racism was believing that one person is genetically inferior and another person is genetically superior based on race. So let's just get it. Let's just do all this right quick here because we're dealing with what a colored person is. And that's a race, you know, so race and ethical stock. OK, ethical so only thing they're doing to separate race is saying you're a different ethic stock so i guess a puerto rican is a race i never thought that was a race because i thought races were like african european asian like phenotypes but this is saying race is just ethical so you can start new races all the time if you just get some different ethical stock but let's go race and ethical stock a great division of mankind having in common certain distinguishing physical particularities constituting a comprehensive class appearance to be derived from a distinct primitive source. OK, so they're saying that these appearances, these differences derived from a particular. What does it say? Deriving from a distinctive primitive source distinctive primitive source which means they're trying to say people come from different primitive sources which is interesting because if you look um in a lot of the current science they say that six percent of human beings have uh neanderthal dna uh, a small amount of neanderthal dna except for people who originate from african stock okay that's deep let's go um a tribal or national stock 
a division or subdivision of one of the great racial stocks of mankind distinguished by minor particularities. Oh, man. Man, that's just, man, this is crazy. So that's what they're saying race is. We'll run it one more time. An ethical stock, a great division of mankind having in common certain distinguishing physical particularities constituting a comprehensive class appearance to be derived from a distinct primitive source, a tribal or national stock, a division or subdivision of one of the great racial stocks of mankind distinguished by minor particularities. Okay, what is a... I don't even know if they have the word racist in here. Man, this is the unabridged version. And I do not see the word racist. So there you go. It looks like at least it may be in a later version. I think they're up to version nine or ten, but in the version six, they don't have the word racist. But they do have the word race. And as you can see, it's pretty interesting. So from race, let's go back to the word prejudice. A forejudgment. Okay, so prejudice to prejudge. A forejudgment, a bias preconceived opinion a leaning towards one side of a cause for some reason other than a conviction of its justice also see average man test bias discrimination okay but that's a very short definition for prejudice so the truth of the matter is is that all of us are prejudiced because all of us take for judgment it's called fucking paying attention so you don't get caught slipping you know all of us have a bias because these are survival instincts if you don't have a a prejudgment towards somebody walking towards you no matter what they look like you know you have to judge to determine whether that person is a threat or not now the factors that a person takes in you know may determine whether they have a little touch of racism but you know everybody's kind of prejudiced preconceived opinions all right well shit i mean and and remember this definition does not mention race the definition of president just says a forejudgment a bias preconceived opinion a leaning towards one side of a cause for some reason other than a conviction of its justice okay so you can see right there prejudice is not particularly about race it's just about having preconceived notions and everybody has preconceived notions so with that being said with that being said why is it that people would you know say oh that person's prejudiced you know shit everybody's prejudiced now i think being racially prejudiced um is a whole can of worms because and i think this is what we're going to end on prejudice so I'm going to close the book. But uh, being racially prejudiced is one of those things which is real nuanced now because you got to think about it. Okay, if I'm walking down the street with my kids, I may see a certain kind of a person coming my way and I may say, hey, I need to be on my guard. You know, I'm a black male, six foot three, 215 pounds. But. With that being said, if I see an individual that makes me feel nervous, I would imagine that other people who may look exactly like me or may be the exact opposite of me are going to be nervous, too. OK, so I always take that into consideration, you know, 
Because if I see somebody who look like some goon ass person coming at me and I know, you know, I may be a little vulnerable. I may not have my burner, you know, because this is a uh, conceal and carry state may not have a burner or may have left my little knife at home. You know, so I'm thinking, OK, you know, especially I mean, imagine you get out the club late night, you walk into your car and you just see, you know, three cats coming at you and they look and you see they, they kind of mobbing up, they, they positioning off. Yeah, they may just be walking and not paying attention to what they look like coming at you. But my personal survival instinct is saying, all right, shit, I'm touching my pockets. Do I got my, can I put my key in my knuckle? Can I put, you know, I'm trying to see what's up. Just because if something goes down, you know, I can't afford to lose my life fucking around. Now, does that mean when I see people that look suspicious, I'm going to approach them? I'd be like, hey, bro, what you, I'm not finna do that. But I am going to be at attention. I am going to be on my guard. Now, a lot of the stuff we hear about in the news today, I don't know, man, I wasn't there, but I think a lot of it has to do with prejudice, but I think prejudice has to do with survival instinct. Now, I do think there is a great difference when you're dealing with officers of the law, and mind you, every word I use can be looked up in these books, please purchase one, uh, and we're going to do more episodes, but when you're dealing with an officer of the law, Shit gets murky because they pass certain statutes and Patriot Acts and all these different acts that are infringing on our unalienable rights that are infringing on our civil liberties. Man, we read these definitions. So you have to ask yourself when you seeing this stuff in Facebook, when you seeing it in the media, on the news, are these people leaning on our rights? Are they infringing? And I mean, they all take an oath to uphold the Constitution. So we reading the words, we getting the definitions and you see that when you look out the window, I mean, hey, uh, I feel like some people are violating their oaths. And next time I do this, I'm going to read the oath that police officers have to take. And it's to the degree of, uh, you know, I swear that I will uphold the Constitution of the state of Florida and the Constitution of the United States of America. That's their first oath. So how are you out here violating the Fifth Amendment every day? But you swore to uphold it. And I'm not saying all cops are bad. My mama's a retired uh, Manatee County Sheriff's Officer. My auntie is a retired Manatee County Sheriff's Officer, you know. So I grew up around nothing but, you know, officers. Shit, I used to get my whoopings with a Manatee County Sheriff's belt, Jack. You know what I'm saying? So don't tell me about police brutality, you know. But that is, that's what we need to do. So it's getting close to the end of the episode. I hope it was at least an hour long. Like I said, I had something else lined up today. It fell through, but I said, you know, I'm going to take this time and do this episode because so many of us get caught up protesting and marching and doing a lot of stuff. But it's like, do you know what the words mean that govern the actions that we are doing, that govern the situation that you're protesting, that govern the life that we live? Because if you do not, what you're doing is in vain because these people are laughing at you because you're just doing stuff. But they know what hey, this is the situation. You're a person. You know, and I didn't even get into um, the three fifths person situation. We're going to hop into that um, next time I do one of these on words, going to the Constitution and see how, to my understanding, African-Americans were described as three fifths persons. And the 13th and 14th and 15th Amendment didn't change that. But like I said, go on Amazon, spend five dollars and get an old version of the Black Star Dictionary. Spend a couple dollars, go to a used bookstore, get an unabridged first or second edition Merriam-Webster dictionary so you can see what these words originally meant. And, uh, you know, 
Listen, like, share, subscribe, man. That's the anthem for 2015. Um, I don't know when I'm going to drop this one because I may have some other stuff coming up before it. But be on the lookout, man. And keep your eyes open. Stay in these books, man. It's not all about a fucking car show and turning up. You know, we love music. We love having fun. We love learning. But if we are not getting our word game right, if we're not understanding the situation that governs us, man, we are out here just being manipulated by rhetoric and bullshit. Sunny days, a.k.a. Sun Diesel, son of the sun, son of man, son of God, signing off. Deuces. I got faded tattoos, I got holes in my shoes, got a beat up guitar, and I can show single blues, and it's hard every day, but I'm still gonna play, got one love in this life, no one can take that away, Ah, all right, all right. That was a good one. You know, after listening to that again, one thing I definitely want to point out before the end of this is, is that we really have to just always continue our education in all aspects of life and just try to be better people and better citizens and better friends and better parents and better children and better human beings overall and stop allowing ourselves to be manipulated and divided based on lines of race, religion, and other aspects of how a person may choose to live their life. So, yeah, I definitely want to do more of these because I feel like this should at least encourage some positive dialogue, even though sometimes we drift into murky territories, but that's necessary because sometimes you have to have those uncomfortable conversations in a civil way to to have progress and move forward so i think that's really cool so once again we are back on itunes check us out subscribe leave a comment leave a rating good or bad i appreciate both i'm just trying to grow the thing and make it better uh check out episode one attack of the funk with bo digitally episode two the real gino maze with gino maze episode three physician heal thyself with dr craig signs and episode four rocky mountain high with e youngin you know check those out if you haven't go to their sites like them and here's another thing i was thinking about if anybody because i get feedback you know face to face and through my email but if you go to these people's page like tell them oh yeah i saw your interview on dot 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 so at least they can know that hey you know this whole project that i'm trying to do is actually benefiting them and giving them some traffic and, and you know it's actually working properly because i have got some feedback from people being like oh i went to this person this or i went to this person that and i'm like well boom that means that it's working you know that means that it's working and also people have gotten at me wanting to get on the show that i don't know so i'm like okay that means that maybe some interviews that i've done or conversations that i've have done with a person has you know been listened to by somebody outside of my network and now this person is saying oh i did that let me try to so yeah so we should be having some some interesting guests come on and chop it up with us or come over and do it big so at the end of the day yeah episode five black's law i think a lot of good stuff was discussed if anybody has any words that they'd like to see in the next one of these which i'm gonna try to do one maybe next month 
Um, if anybody has any words that they want to hear discussed, any topics, because I may break out uh, the Websters too on the next one, and maybe a thesaurus also and get super geeked out. Uh, hit me up on the email. Go to the website, contact. Hit me up on the email. I answer all the emails. So here we go. We're going to uh, leave it with a little public enemy. And uh, keep it real. Sunny days, sun diesel. Sun of the sun. Shine bright. One. They started in slave ships. Slave ships. There are more records of slave ships than one would dream of. It seems inconceivable until you reflect that for 200 years ships sailed carrying cargo and slaves. Run, non, be non-violent. In the face of the violence that we've been uh, experiencing for the past 400 years, is actually doing our people a disservice. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Here come the drums!
make the word I've been given. Heaven got classifieds and I have not fighting the halves cause it's all about money. When it comes on again, mean I'm getting mine. Here I am, turn it over, Sam. 427 to the year. Do you understand? That's why I'm calling for the back of the land once again. Bass in your face, not an eight track, getting it good to the woods. So the people keep some of that reacting to the facts. 